0: so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents the Word on Fire.
1: Peace be with you. Friends, for this Holy Family Sunday, we have a wonderful reading from Paul's letter to the Colossians. Paul's instructing his Christian community at Colossae in family values, to use our jargon. He asked them to put on various virtues. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. He asked them to bear with one another, and above all, to forgive one another. You know, families are wonderful. Families are the focus of our greatest joys, And, if we're honest, they can be the focus of some of our greatest resentments, violence, and suffering. It's both and with families. Statistics prove, still, most violent crime takes place in families, between family members. And, I'd be willing to bet everyone listening to me, who's just been through the intense family time around Christmas can probably witness to both sides of this equation. You've experienced the very positive side of family life, and I bet you've seen some of the negativity. So I think we have to attend carefully to what Paul says here if we want our families to be strong. So, first, he wants us to be compassionate. Compassion. That word's derived from Latin terms, cum and patior. It means to suffer with. Better perhaps, to feel the feelings of the other. That's compassion. You feel with the other. This is so elemental within the context of family struggles and family disagreements. So, let's say you're facing your mother or father, or your children, or one of your siblings, and you are just convinced that you are right, and he, she, or they are wrong. Here's a question to ask. Have you felt their feelings? Okay, so you're disagreeing, you're arguing about something, and you're you're convinced you're right, but... Have you really entered into the feelings of the person you're disagreeing with? Have you walked around in her shoes? Have you very actively sought to see it from his perspective? That's compassion. I suggest to you, along Paul's lines, that compassion would go a long way to solving some of the worst disputes that we have in our families. A very wise philosophy professor told me years ago, when trying to understand a thinker, especially one with whom you tend to disagree, you should look above all for the feelings and passions that gave rise to their perspective. Let's say you're reading someone like Friedrich Nietzsche or Jean-Paul Sartre or some philosopher you just don't like. You don't agree with them. Well, he said, this professor, take the time at least to feel their feelings, to understand the passions in them that gave rise to their perspective. Only when you've done this, he said, are you in a position legitimately to criticize him. Well, heck, if that's true of something as abstract as philosophy, how much truer is it of your own family difficulties and disputes? So compassion, feeling with the other. Next, Paul speaks of the virtue of humility. Gosh, how important this is. I think I've told you before, St. Bernard's famous line, when asked, What are the three most important virtues, Bernard said? Humility, humility, and humility. (laughs) That's how important it is. The word, you know, is derived from the Latin word humus that means earth or ground. Here's the thing. The humble person, the person of humility, is deeply aware of his own truth Let's see what earth comes in, the ground. It means you're in touch with the real. Aquinas said, Humilitas veritas. Humility is the truth. See, friends, very often we swagger our way through life. Utterly unaware of our own prejudices, weaknesses, blind spots, hidden resentments, fears... And this ignorance can do us in. You know, I use a lot of sports examples because they really help me in the spiritual life. Every truly great athlete or performer is humble in this sense. He's aware of what he can and cannot do. You know, if you watch a great golfer like Tiger Woods, now of course Tiger can do practically everything, but even Tiger has certain weaknesses. But he's acutely aware of them. He doesn't try a shot that he can't pull off in a given circumstance. He knows what he can't do. Well, it's truer, of course, of of lesser golfers or the weekend golfer. Something that often does in the weekend golfer is lack of humility. Hey, I've seen Tiger Woods hit this shot on Sunday afternoon. I guess I can hit it. No, you can't. And your score balloons because of a lack of humility on your part. So, back to the family situation. Why are we having this conflict? Why are we having this argument? Well, it's obvious because you're wrong. (laughs) Well, that's what we say to our brothers, to our parents, to our kids. We're having this argument because obviously you're wrong. Do you ever think maybe it's because of your own problems, your own limitations, your own anxieties? your own prejudices that maybe it's a weakness in you that's giving rise to this conflict here's a little practical uh, challenge can you look at yourself in the mirror just after you've had a heated disagreement with someone in your family can you look in the mirror and say i might be wrong try it sometime it's not easy Look in the mirror, look right at yourself and say, I might be wrong. Oh, so many of our problems flow from just this incapacity. Maybe it's me. Well, that's humility. How important it is now to family values. Paul also wants us to bear with one another and to have patience. You know, also elsewhere in his epistles, Paul talks about bearing another's burdens. That's a great image, isn't it? We all have burdens, emotional, physical, psychological, and we're always looking for help in bearing them. And we get annoyed when people don't help us. But what if our point of departure was not, who will help me with my burdens, with my troubles? But rather, whose burdens can I bear today? What are the struggles that other people are having, and how can I help them? Apply this principle within families. So as you go into a conflict, it's an argument, a difficult situation, if your attitude is above all, who can help me with my burdens? Why is no one helping me? Things will just get worse. But what if you went into that situation with precisely the other attitude? Whose burdens can I bear? Whose struggles can I share? Whose troubles can I alleviate? I wonder how many kids listening to me right now have any idea of the burdens their parents are bearing? I wonder how many husbands listening to me right now can really grasp the weight that their wives might be under. Now turn it around. I wonder how many parents hearing me right now fully understand the psychological burdens their kids are bearing. Well, find out. And then order your lives toward helping them. That's bearing with one another. And how about that virtue of patience, especially within families? How central that is. Kids, practically by definition, are not ready to enact all the recommendations their parents have for them. Why? Well, because they're kids, it takes time to develop. So parents have patience with these young people. And, I'll turn it around, kids, you have patience with your parents. Realize their burdens and responsibilities, how difficult and trying their lives can be. Have patience with them. St. Irenaeus, one of the great fathers of the church, had a wonderful image of God's patient dealings with the human race. Irenaeus said, God does not reveal his will immediately, He doesn't expect his people to abide promptly by all his laws. Rather, in the course of the Bible, what we see is God gradually, slowly, and patiently working with his people. Drawing them with infinite patience toward his goal. Well, if God is this patient with us, why can't we be patient with each other? And then finally, Paul says, over all these, put on love that is the bond of perfection. Friends, everything in the Christian life leads to love, because love is what God is. Let me say it again. Everything in the Christian life leads to love circles around love, comes back to love because love is what God is. And as I've said to you a million times, love is the willing of the good of the other. To love is to will the good of the other. And so I'll submit to you with Paul in mind a very simple and serious proposal. All dysfunction within families flows, finally, from a lack of love. You know this from your own experience. You know it from the literature and drama of the world. It is not poverty. It's not struggle. It's not failure that causes families to break down. Many of the greatest families have flourished precisely under these conditions. Lack of love causes families to break down. Lack of love is always the problem. What are patience, kindness, compassion, humility, all the things I've spoken of? They're just facets of love. That's all they are. Different expressions of love. And so on this Holy Family Sunday as we reflect on the Holy Family, but also on our own families. Put on these great virtues that Paul speaks of in Colossians. And above all, put on the great virtue of love. And God bless you.
0: The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. Cardinal George says, It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 43 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries willing to help you during times of loss. Call 708-449-6100 for assistance. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.